0: Everyone, welcome back to the Yona Pod. It is I, Evan, newcomer to all things Yona of the Dawn, and as always, joined by my lovely co-host,
1: Alex. I have read everything, and I am waiting for the new chapter because it's supposed to be my monthly. But Kuznagi keeps making it monthly, which is totally fine. But I'm in a drought. Yeah, feel that. Okay, before we get started, though, uh, I saw a movie this weekend. It's the second one I've seen since COVID started, and it was really lovely to be back in a theater. And I saw (laughs) the Fruits Basket movie. So they did an OVA with uh, uh, Toro's mom's backstory, and I won't give spoilers because, you know, it's brand new. But it's very good, so if it's playing near you, (laughs) you should go see it. I have to tell you more about that when we're off the podcast, because that story is wild. And also, I cried really hard. So, um, (laughs) yeah, 10 out of 10, I recommend it. (laughs) But we're not here to talk about Fruits Basket, sadly. We are here to talk about Yona. All right, chapter 112, Gathered at the Fort. And here we get a new volume with Geisha getting the spotlight.
0: Look at him, surrounded by yellow flowers
1: this is a really pretty volume cover
0: i missed this the first time i read and then the insert the inside cover which is like hawk with petals raining on his face as owl sits happily on his forehead
1: yeah (laughs) i love it i love that he's like looking up at owl with a little smile like hey little guy what you doing yeah they're so cute it's a it's a very good volume like start also, I don't know what Gija's Ge- hood thing is, but I do want it because it looks very drapey. And it looks very cool. <laughs> poncho adjacent. <laughs> okay, this chapter opens with Yona and Lily waking up in a transport wagon with no idea where they're going. Turns out, they're insane. They've been kidnapped with a handful of other water tribe people there and are now being forced to work on building a fort. For what purpose? Yona is not told. But it doesn't really matter at the moment. The more important thing is that Subaru made the trip too. And Yona is suspicious. (laughs) Uh, And she's right to me. Because Subaru reveals that Yona's right. She's a say merchant. And she's selling to die. But Lily kept getting in the way. And she was like, you (laughs) darn kid. I'm going to take you out.
0: Yeah. If it weren't for you meddling kid.
1: Yeah. It did feel really Scooby-Doo. This reveal is a little bit silly.
0: Yeah. Especially since the reveal of her last chapter, like, that was so cool, the way that was revealed.
1: Yeah. And then to have her just, like, villain monologue, basically, uh, and and tell the audience, like, here's my evil deeds. <laughs> here's why you should care. Yeah. Like, I get why, because now he needed to do it narratively, but ugh, it never worked. I mean, it, it's the same thing with, like, cop shows and things like that. You always have to have the bad guy explain why they did what they did. And it's just like, like, if you take two seconds to think about it, why on earth would anybody ever do that? Yeah. But it's a staple. It It's necessary narratively, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I love that she's just like, there was no son. She's so evil, she made up a kidnapped son to get sympathy. <laughs> just cracks me up. She's just, like, irredeemable. <sighs> okay, but that said, I do like that Nagi keeps it pretty short and sweet. It doesn't go on forever. She's just like, hey, I'm evil. And they're like, cool. (laughs) So Lily attacks Subaru, which gets her almost whipped, except Yona decides to be a hero and takes the whip for Lily. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yona looks amazing here. It's been a while since we've seen her be physically heroic, and it's really nice.
0: And then once again, getting that looks could kill glare that she does when she's faced with injustice.
1: Mm -hmm. You know... I do appreciate because I really hated those in the beginning, but I've stopped hating them. And I think it's because people have stopped remarking on it.
0: I was thinking about that. I was really explaining, I was really expecting the guard to be like the fire in her eyes. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But he doesn't do that. And I think that's why it really works very well here because we already know like she's cool. We don't need somebody in universe to tell us she's cool. Yeah. Speaking of things we've kind of seen before i do like the continuation of like okay it's both lily and yona get these moments but like after being cool and badass yona stumbles back a little bit which Mm -hmm. is nice to see because she's just been drugged and transported for who knows how long and uh she's scared and she doesn't have any weapons so of course she's gonna like stand up and be strong in the moment but the second it's gone it just like all the adrenaline leaves and she kind of like Mm -hmm. falls back uh, I always like those moments. And also, Lily reaches out to like steady her with a hand, so like a literal helping hand. She's taking baby steps to be to be more useful. And speaking of baby steps, Yona, along with everyone else, has their belongings confiscated. And she thinks, my short sword was taken. I don't have anything I can use as a weapon. And then she thinks, and that hairpin was in my bag. So, the last time we saw the hairpin, she flipped out. Because I I, I want to say the last time was with Yoon, right? When they were just over the border from the Fire Tribe and mm-hmm. uh, during the dance festival thing. Probably. Honestly,
0: I cannot remember. So, I'm just going to nod. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: Okay. I'm pretty sure that's the last time we saw it, right? So Yoon picked it up and he was like, oh, what's this? And she was like, don't touch that. And she like freaked out and pulled it back, right? And so now she's like, oh, shit. I'm, I mean, they took my hairpin. I might never get it back. And it's sort of like an afterthought for her. So it's a metaphor and it is a continuing metaphor. And it symbolizes her starting to move on. So she still thinks about it, but it's like... Her last thought, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then she has a hugely homosexual moment with Lily where she wipes Lily's tears and Lily's like, Oh, Yona, you're so strong. She says, Because you're here with me. I literally in my notes just
0: says gay in all caps.
1: (laughs) At some point in my notes, I wrote happy Pride Month to these two sisters. (laughs) (laughs) this will come out in july but we're recording this in june (laughs) um yeah so in this section yona says that she's that it's fine that they were kidnapped lily like kind of feels bad about it and yona says it's fine because it'll probably help them get to the nadai dealers and say easier And I just love that she's, like, drugged and whipped in in a foreign land, forced to do manual labor with no weapons or any way to defend herself. And her first thought is, like, what luck? We stumbled upon what we want. (laughs) She's so insane. Um, So they're put to work, but a lot of the people Yona and Lily were brought in with are injured so they're offered medicine from the soldiers and Yona's like i mm, I'm really suspicious yeah so she she's like no don't drink it and she bats it out of Lily's hand <laughs> um, do you remember the scene at the end of the first Hunger Games where Peta tries to eat nightlock is it something like that yeah yeah she like smacks it out of hands. specifically in the movie she smacks <laughs> it out of hands and she goes no Peeta that's nightlock <laughs> anyway this is what that reminded me of not that it'll kill her i think that would make it harder honestly to like resist because drinking the dye wouldn't kill you it'll really fuck you up but they are sort of dying of dehydration at the same time so like do you want to die in two days or do you want to get really addicted and have to uh detox eventually i don't know I don't think I'd be as strong. I think I'd probably give in. Well, I'd break immediately. I know that. I,
0: <laughs> I suck at just anything. I mean, it, it's, it makes me think Alex once read me diary entries from her time in Tonga. And she was talking about like, at one point you had an entry about like eating chocolate and thank God you're not addicted to drugs and, like, that's how I feel because it's, like, I suck at resisting things that, like, like if I know there's, like, a piece of cake in the fridge that's set mm-hmm. apart for tomorrow, like, I'm going to eat it tonight.
1: Oh, my God. Me too.
0: If I've got a bug bite, like, I am going to scratch it, like, period, <laughs> even knowing it's going to make it worse. Like, I'm going, like, I just suck. So, I know, and I'm also a baby about drinking water. I, I coined a term at Pride called hydrage where it's hunger but with thirst. And I was, like, about to lose my damn mind because it was so hot and I was so thirsty. So, absolutely, I would get addicted to drugs immediately because I am a weak-ass bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And if that's the only cold beverage that is available to me while I am in the fucking desert, like...
1: Right. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad we're both agreed that we would break immediately. (laughs) That's why we're not the protagonists here. (laughs)
0: Also... How are they not dehydrating anyway? Because alcohol dehydrates
1: you. I did also wonder that.
0: It's like, oh my God. Like, can you imagine? Like, you're in the fucking desert and they give you, like, vodka. Like, <laughs> with hot dogs.
1: Yeah. I, I assume then a diet works to stop you thinking about it. So, like, it okay. is technically a liquid. I think it's probably a diuretic. But I I don't know that it works in the same way as just, like, not having anything. I dare. I was thinking, I was like, man,
0: I, I would be puking immediately, and then I'd get, <laughs> just pass out and die.
1: Well, yeah. Speaking of that, I I did briefly think that, but my bigger issue is that they're they're giving a whole bunch of people alcohol. Have you ever tried to corral more than one person who was drunk? <laughs> like, it's impossible. I don't know how they're doing this. It has to be like a really low grade level alcohol, like a beer or something like that. Mm. But even then, if you're like, if you don't have any water or food in you and you're drinking yeah. beer, you probably get drunk pretty quickly. I don't know. I don't think this plan is very really well thought out, to be honest. I think she should have just gone
0: with the dilaced water, honestly.
1: I think so <laughs> too. I don't know why she didn't. There was no reason for it to be alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I mean, it was, it was introduced as like part of rice wine, but it's never explicitly stated that it can't be mixed with water, so. I don't know. I agree with you. Also, Subaru tells them that it's not a big deal and the dye in small quantities is actually medicinal and it's totally legal and say. Um, so I wondered if there's a real world counterpart to this. My brain immediately went to marijuana first because of the whole is totally safe in small doses. But then I was thinking maybe it's opium? because opioids are technically medicine, but they are extremely addictive and uh, yeah. can completely just, like, ravage a person if you get too yeah. addicted. So I wonder if that's what she was drawing on. Or if it's just completely made up. I don't
0: know. I like the concept of
1: microdosing in general. Hmm. I guess that's true. Yona and Lily are not about that life, so they refuse to borrow. And Subaru's like, sure, but it's that or nothing. How long do you think you'll last without anything to drink? So... I think this is actually a really good setup, as much as we, like, trashed it just now. The girls have no idea where they are, no way to fight their way out. Uh, They could just wait to be saved by the boys, but now we have this ticking clock of needing to drink something. Uh, I did double check, you will die if you don't drink anything within three days, but they're also in a dry climate, and who knows how long they had water in the past, so, yeah, they need water pretty quickly. So my my point here is that Kuznagi has covered her bases and there's no easy, why didn't the eagles fly Frodo to Mordor answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so back to the boys. I like this quiet moment at the start of this scene with Hawk and Yona's discarded teacup. We've been with them long enough that we know without him having to do or say anything that he's worried about her and also really pissed at both the people who took her and a little probably at himself so I feel I I feel like this is like really well drawn it's just like a quiet scene but you sort of you get a whole bunch of emotion elements.
0: yeah and I like and it's commented on in this chapter and well it's explicitly uh called out by Yoon a couple chapters from now but the idea that for all intents and purposes like Hawk looks calm and he looks collected mm-hmm. but that's just how he's he handles his anxiety about Yona and the fact that the boys can glom onto it. So, like, here G has, like, don't worry, we'll find her. Mm-hmm. So, like, he looks like a calm, cool, and collected investigator here, but we know he's
1: not. And the boys know he's not. That's true, because when he actually is relaxed, he's like, he's pretty talkative. He's teasing. Yeah, he's,
0: talkative, he's jokey, but he's just right now, he's just got a serious, he, he looks almost annoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like coolly walking around it's just i think it's a cool little character thing
1: i agree i think it's great and also i do agree i like that everybody else clocks it immediately because <laughs> yeah. like, they know each other so well at this point and they all handle it really well okay but before that um they have rounded up some of suvaro's men and the men fill everyone in it's a really heavy, tense scene, but I do appreciate, like, sometimes jokes don't land when Kuznagi's trying to create tension, but I do really appreciate the one here where uh, the guy says that they'll be safe as long as they follow orders and Yoon goes, oh, yeah. can they obey gay order? Yeah. <laughs> the real question. <laughs> he's like, he knows his girls and he's like, nope, this is bad. We gotta go. <laughs> and then Hawk asks what the forts are for. And I just want to point out that I think this proves that they're soulmates because they both asked the same question at the same time. They were like, there's forts? Why? And then the guy says that he doesn't know and Hawk says, talk or I'll break your leg. Terrifying Hawk returns and he is not fucking around when it comes to Yona.
0: Love it.
1: Under duress, the guy admits the forts are for defense and to mount raids against the Water Tribe. So more war coming. Uh, Yeah, then the guy mentions the Nadai and they should hurry if they want the girls to live. And uh, yep, here's where I started wondering why they would give a whole bunch of people who don't even want to be in their first place uh, alcohol. Because why would you want to corral that many drunk people? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he gloats about a foolish noble girl who thought she could change the world. And Aera and Tetra are like, watch your mouth, that's our daughter who we raised. But also her actual dad is the Water Tribe general. So you all fucked up.
0: Yes, and then Aera gets that really cool line, the still waters will become a tsunami to swallow you.
1: Yeah! I love that line too. I also think it's cool in universe because Yungi said something similar to Suwan a handful of chapters ago so it makes it feel like the water tribe has their own like sayings and idioms and things and yeah from a world building perspective i think that's cool cuz like mm-hmm. obviously people of different parts of the country have different sayings that they grew up with mm-hmm. so the water tribe would too and also it's a cool line <laughs> like
0: oh, go your think- the the cool band of boys too right after saying, you know. What is Gisha the one that says Mhm. You know what happens if you provoke a dragon to rage and then they're all just standing there looking menacing that they'll burn yeah. the whole fucking place to
1: the ground. Mhm. We'll burn any nation to ash without hesitation. Such a cool moment. Like Geisha gets some cool moments, but this one's really up there. I think it's interesting that he says we'll burn any, ash, any nation to ash without hesitation. Because there's been this through line. I'm, I remember specifically Zeno said it too. He was like, I will kill the king if you really want me to. Yeah, And I feel like this is along the same lines where Giza's like, we will go against anyone, including our own nation, if it means getting her back. Yeah. And they don't have to do that now, but like, like this has been stated multiple times. It's, it's very clear that they're ride or die and they have no no loyalty to country, which again brings up that dichotomy of like their group versus Suan's group, who is mm-hmm. only for country. So next the gang agrees to split up to investigate the two forts being built on Sei's border. On one side is Jiha, Zeno and Ayura. On the other side, Hak, Yoon, Gija, and Sheena. Tetra has to stay behind because she was stabbed a few arcs ago, and this manga treats wounds seriously, so she's still mm-hmm. out of commission. Unless you're Hawk. Unless you're Hawk, but I mean, even him, he's still, like, wrapped up. I think he's perpetually just, like, wrapped in gauze. <laughs> okay, and then here you were talking earlier about Geisha or er, er, Jiha, and I agree i i really like him at the end of this um first of all i love that he's like Yoon. you're in charge make sure geisha doesn't do anything stupid yeah and then he takes a moment to reassure hawk without any of his normal teasing because he knows hawk is really fucked up about this and then hawk doesn't tease back or brush it off because he is in fact fucked up about this
0: yeah and then we get him clutching the necklace that he got from yona
1: the necklace he loves that thing And that's where we end it. Hawk is fighting to get to Yona, and Yona is fighting to keep herself and Lily alive. Cliffhanger. But not for long, because we're keep going. We're keep going. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Chapter 13, Fight. This section fills me with such joy. (laughs) This section sets up another similar situation to the water tribe, but with even more people. In the middle of being told that thirty-seven people went missing, I mean, geez, that's such a big number. I, obviously they they don't think that the Water Tribe is a threat, but like you would think that you'd go a little easier on it and kidnap a few people here and there. But yeah. like thirty-seven. Yeah, y'all are really not giving a fuck at this point. I guess that's true. I mean, the forts are basically done. It's just disrespectful at this point. <laughs> I think that's my problem with it. It feels disrespectful. <laughs> well, it's a good thing Suwon thinks that, too, because he's here to fuck shit up. Yungi shows up, and he's like, uh, to Tetra, he goes, y- you're alone, that's weird, where's Lily? And she thinks about hiding everything from him, because he might run into Hawk and Yona, which would be bad, but sweet idiot Ramaru blurts out, Lily's been kidnapped, because he doesn't know that they're hiding any information. And then, weirdly enough, because I forgot that Suwon showed up so quickly after this, I started mapping out why Lily and Ramaru would be good together. Because I don't know that Kuznagi's going to make Suwon and Lily happen, but I think she should. But if she doesn't, I think there's a strong case for Lily and Ramaru. Because they have actually spoken in canon, which is good. And also, he's strong enough to get her out of the many messes that she finds herself in. Mm -hmm. It'd be kind of like a puppy and a kitten together. Uh, the only downside is that he, I don't know that he's smart, so I think she might get bored with him. But I think they could have a fun dynamic where it's just like boss bitch and a himbo. So that's my argument of the day. But real ship of my heart Suwon. So
0: looking like a badass, he's got one of those hooded things that you mentioned, Gija's hood on the cover. He's all.
1: Yeah. I love when Suwon wears his hood. He looks great. He
0: looks I think it's like
1: when men obscure their faces. <laughs>
0: He looks, it's the, it's the strider effect.
1: Ooh, yeah. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're very on Lord of the Rings today. You brought up the the eagles.
1: (laughs) We really are. Well, it's unavoidable. They're a clear. (laughs) 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 No, it makes no sense why both our brains have gone there. Um, But yeah, I think you're right. And it works on every man. They all look good. Yeah. Also, I love that he shows up kind of like
0: this mysterious guy, and a or, or Tetra's kind of like, oh, who is this? He seems to as she like works through who it is, mm-hmm. but then just like Judo and Suwon being their normal like angry bickery self. Mm-hmm. And, Like you know that ha- that the way I don't know what you would call Suwon, but the way specifically he reacts to you, you know, just like always oh, happy, oh, you, like just it'll be it almost like kills the coolness a little bit, like because <laughs> they just immediately slip into those roles, yeah. Like I think or. Yeah, I think uh, Tetra's in the middle of being like, who is this? And Suan's like, ah, oh, it's a race against time, yada, yada, yada. And then Judo's immediately like, you can't do this. You'll get killed. No way. I'll tie you up. Like, duh.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, Judo slips into his babys- babysitter role again. Yeah. And he's like, you're too young to do this.
0: Yeah, it's like, no, let Suan have his cool, mysterious stranger moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cause this is just what always happens with Suwon. He is always really cool, but he just he does really have to deal with he does have to deal with Judo a lot. Uh, speaking of being cool, though, I did like his line of uh, he goes, "Your daughter being kidnapped by another nation strikes me as very important," mm-hmm. which I guess isn't cool, but it is very shippy. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, our agenda. It's cool in the sense of like a romance if you view really? it that way. Also, you know, it's always bugged me. I didn't really think about it this time either. But it, my first time reading through this, it really bugged me that Lily's dad almost, like, tries to get people to not help them. Because <laughs> he's like, Suan, you don't have to do this. And then every time Gente and, like, the Wind Tribe show up, he's like, oh, please, this is too much. You can't. Yeah. It's just my only daughter who knows where my wife is. She's probably dead. So this is my only family. But, like, no, it's fine. <laughs> like it seems like i mean i get character i think it bothers me because it's never really been well i guess it has i don't know i just i don't know that it's been well established that he can't accept
0: help. i think i I mean i got the message at least that he didn't want to be in debt to other tribes because doesn't gunte or someone specifically mentioned like you won't owe me anything as if that yeah was-
1: but that's never really been established before as, like, a character trait or a worry for him. I I'm, I mean, maybe it has, but I felt like the whole Water Tribe was just setting up him not wanting to go to war. Not that he was afraid he would owe anybody if they had to help out the Water Tribe through war. I don't know.
0: It didn't bother me, but <laughs> to each their own.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, he bothers me, but nobody else does because I love this part where everybody just sort of like shows up and gets increasingly shocked by the other people that are showing up, except yeah. for Suwon, who has masterminded this whole thing because he's the puppeteer. Which, you know, whatever. You already know my opinion on that. Um, yeah. So Gente shows up, and have we skipped ahead a lot? No.
0: I mean, we haven't gotten all the arrivals yet. Like that's next chapter
1: oh yes okay
0: i was like wait i don't think about it all we've just got judo and suan right now we don't have everybody
1: else yet okay right okay so forget i said that it doesn't matter um so tetra knows now that it's Suwon and judo and who they are and she's like this is actually really bad for yona and hawk but also my priority is lily and if they're involved then she'll get saved so mm. she's a little conflicted but she's like I think I'm gonna let this play out, and I appreciate that about her because, of course, Lily's gonna be her number one priority. Okay, back to Yona. It has been two days, and they're really stretching the limits of believability here, but I'll allow it because it ratchets up the tension. Lily almost breaks when a soldier pours alcohol in her face, but she handles it like a pro and spits it out, and the soldier is not happy. But neither is Lily.
0: Yeah, uh, now she's getting that fiery look. <sighs>
1: I love Lily, this section. So Lily says this place where they trample over people's dignity, it's utterly despicable. I don't want them to think they can get away with this, but what frustrates me the most is how badly I want water. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think this is a great moment for her to have. She's bold and brash, but it's all in the name of making the world better. So you can forgive her brattiness because she's a good person at her core. And it really shines here where she sees everybody being mistreated and she's not just like upset about herself she's like this place where everyone is mistreated she's like yeah this fucking sucks and i need to help them and then there's this moment where she's like trying desperately to hang on to her anger because without it she's just scared and desperate and she doesn't want to be and that vulnerability makes her feel real and makes the situation feel dire Mm -hmm. it's good writing Right, so Yona isn't leaning on Lily because she feels like she has to be strong for Lily, but internally Yona is breaking too. And she thinks even if my arms and legs burn away to nothing, I'll destroy this rotten place and get you some clean water. Ooh. And my notes say get you a man who treats you the way that Yona treats Lily
0: <laughs> yeah. Fair,
1: but also this is sort of like paralleling the very beginning of the series where Hawk was Yona's rock and now she gets to sort of take over that role of being like I can quietly break inside but I'm not going to do that to someone else who needs me at the moment mm-hmm. they're very similar and it's nice it's good like subtle romance writing mm-hmm Later that night, Yona goes to find water and Lily goes to find Yona, but instead finds the man uh, from earlier who poured Nadai on her face. They scuffle and Lily thinks, I want to crumple to the ground and cry, but I won't give in. That girl I care about so much would never give in in this situation. And then Yona tries to rescue Lily, but all she has is a two by four against a sword, so it doesn't work. But it's okay because Lily's there and she bashes his head in with a rock. She's pretty hardcore. Oh, and then sure. they escape and go on the run also did you see Al's
0: just like little frowny face as the s- the soldier's about to cut them down
1: with the sword <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't notice that when this
0: playing the sword at yona and she looks you know she's got her badass look but yeah uh Al's just on her shoulder like hmm. it looks like a <laughs> Florence pew <Pugh>,
1: like <laughs> that's, that's amazing
0: yeah <laughs> yeah swords coming at them and i was like oh that sucks (laughs) that
1: was so weird
0: (laughs) oh boy but i do also love immediately when lily kind of starts to go into shock of you know that oh i killed somebody and al's also in comfort
1: mode she's just on her shoulder kind of grabbing her face like it's okay oh yeah, I didn't notice that either. But I did point out the fact that Lily goes into shock because, again, I I, I do remember saying this before, but I love how murder and killing is treated in this series. And yeah, it, 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 it does heal. Yeah. Even justified. Even justified. It had to happen. And Yon even tells her that in the next chapter. And she's still like, oh my God, I killed a man. Because it's, yeah, it's intense. So yeah, chapter 114, can I tell them someday? That's how we start. They're on the run and Lily's freaking out. And Yona is dreaming of a world where girls like Lily won't have to carry weapons ever again.
0: Yep, which is not unlike the dream that her father had.
1: Yeah, that's what I noted too. I was like, it's a more realistic version of what King Eel wanted. So she's not completely abandoning his ideals, but she yeah. also recognizes, like, it is sort of necessary at the moment, but maybe... Yeah, it's like, I
0: want that, but that's not possible at this time. Right, right. Where Eel was just very much like, no, we'll get rid
1: of it and everything will be
0: fine. You know, narrator, mm-hmm. everything was not fine.
1: Right. King Eel turned a blind eye and avoided violence at all costs, and she's meeting it head on. Okay, less heavy, but back to Al. In my notes, I have, I love that Al saw Lily and Yona getting kidnapped and went girls trip and just sort of like joined them. Because yeah. why is she there? A good question. <laughs> and then I was going insane in my note taking and I said, I bet Al could build this fort single handedly. <laughs> I don't know why I said that.
0: I totally could have just like stayed behind and like alerted she the board. She have. I mean, I guess the boys figured it out on their own, but yeah, she was literally just like, "Okay, sticking with them."
1: <laughs> Yay, we're going on a trip. Let's go. <laughs> I wonder also, since canonically now from the the Blue Dragon side interlude, she can sniff out um, Sheena. I wonder if she can sniff out everybody else too, because <laughs> like I wonder if you're right, <laughs> and she, she could be like, "Follow me, you guys." <laughs> lead them. I wonder what the limits of Al's powers are. Because <laughs> now you have to tell us. The next day, we're back at the fort. A soldier is harassing a man, and Gija says, none of my watch. And then all the boys mess with the guy for a minute.
0: Yes, that's great. First of all, we get spicy Geisha or Geisha again, which I love. Spicy Geisha. So
1: mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, sorry, did I hit you? Mm-hmm. I love their malicious compliance. They're like, yeah, we're yeah. helping. I don't know what more you want so sassy hawk
0: also it's like oh sorry i mistook you for something i had to carry
1: yeah hawk has one of my favorite lines of this section (laughs) look how diligently we're working because i love a good deadpan snark but that's another deadpan snark he's just like he's really snarking it up
0: (laughs) yeah they're all just like and I love the other guard being like, "Look, they're a bunch of fucking weirdos, but they're helping
1: us out right
0: now, So like, leave it be.
1: <laughs> like yes, Yes, it's so good that their story. <laughs> their story is that Say was kidnapping people, and the dragons just came along. Say <laughs> deserves what's coming to them for not thinking twice about a group of insane looking dudes volunteering for forced labor. <laughs> So Yona and Lily aren't at this fort. So now their job is to let Jihas team find her, let them know, and then they can go buck wild and destroy everything. Mm-hmm.
0: And you also get again that moment of this time it's Gia that's like you know don't and, and you and who are like don't worry Hawk like they'll they'll handle it. Mm-hmm. And then, then we get Yun explicitly calling out what we mentioned last episode. When you're anxious, you get quiet. And yeah, they know each
1: other so well. Yeah, they do. They know him so well. I also really like that Yoon calls him out because Hawk just <laughs> lifted an entire probably 200-pound man at least above his head with one arm. And then <laughs> Yoon is, just like, completely unafraid. And he's like, Hawk, like, I'm going to call you out immediately. He's, like, so not scared of him.
0: Yeah. And then we get uh, Hawk having that nice reflection of, like, you know, what if it was just me and Yona? Thank God it's not. Like I lost my best friend, but I'm grateful that I have these guys. Mhm. Of course, when he's calling them all out in his head, Geisha,
1: still white snake, God bless. <laughs> well, it's it's friendly at this point.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Geisha responds to it. It's not an insult anymore. Yeah, I do I I love that it's all in his head cuz he'll never say this out loud. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not a mushy guy but (laughs) exactly he'd rather do things with the uh he'd rather talk with his fists and with his words and he'll help them physically but he'll never tell them that he likes them (laughs) yeah i i love his inner monologue here he says i lost my friend where was it it's in my notes hold on um, I lost my friend. I left the Wind Tribe. I never imagined meeting you guys, but I'm grateful for it. So I like that in his mind, these people have replaced both his friend and his family. Yeah, to become both for him and Yona, yeah. their their support system. Lastly, Giza again trying to get people to call him Big Brother. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Hope springs eternal in that boy, but it's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like that. Also, I do like specifically that Gija has what has been termed, I think, on Tumblr as the mom friend override because <laughs> Yoon says, you know, when you're anxious, geisha calms down. And there's a post about it being the mom friend because it's like if you're somebody with anxiety, it, it, the phrase, the, the, Post is something about it's like, I have really bad like social anxiety. But if I see my friend having struggling with it the same issue, I suddenly have an ability to do the thing. So it's like, I would be afraid to ask the waiter for ketchup. But if my friend is also afraid to do that, suddenly I can be the one. So like that's geisha here. So like Hawk is anxious. So he's not freaking out in the typical way that geisha because geisha's is the least chill of all of them.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: But he's able to be chill here for Hawk, even though Hawk, Hawk's anxiety is already manifested as chill still.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would be hard to be anxious, even if you were a chill, anxious person with another person freaking out. Because then you'd have to feel like you have to deal with that on top of your thing. So, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Gisha really does have... He's like, okay... <laughs> Somebody else is holding the anxious ball right now. I can't have it. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so suddenly
0: I am calm. Yeah.
1: Okay, so whatever. It's gonna be praise Gija hour. But um I do love his little tiny smile when Hawk admits verbally for maybe the first time that he trusts uh Zeno to take care of everything. He's like, Yeah, I know that they've got Jonas back. And then you just get like Gija's little small smile and a tiny little blush. It's like, Oh, he trusts us. It's good. Found family. Next, we check in with Jiha, who is getting information from a lovely young woman and also flirting as per usual. And I only bring this up so I can point out how funny Zeno's interruption is. (laughs) (laughs) Because sorry to dampen your youthful energy, which is quite possibly the funniest way to interrupt two people in like an amorous situation. Yeah. And so they meet up with Ayura to discuss the fact that Yona and Lily are gone. Ayura worries that she, that they've been killed because that's what that means. And Zeno and Jihar are like, absolutely not. Let's go find her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So then Ayura steps. and stays back to signal the other group. Also, the the tiny scene where Zeno pats Ayura's head is very adorable. Very cute yeah I, i'm sure because she she has like a sweat drop and she's like what is happening and i feel like it's because because like sometimes head pads can be romantic this def- like clearly definitely wasn't so it feels like a condescending like older person being like don't worry little one it'll be okay and she's like yeah. <laughs> she's she
0: just sees a young man
1: yeah exactly like she's got to be in her 20s and he looks 17 so like she, she sees someone like maybe 10 years younger than her just being like don't worry little one she's like, what <laughs> oh, delightful next we're checking with Suwan and Tetra who have migrated down to Tosui he is calmly enjoying some tea while secretly waiting for Ginte and the Water Tribe boys to show up here's where we get this scene okay um Yep, so the generals all show up, except for Tejun's older brother, who I have already forgotten the name of because it's been too long. Oh well. I love the way that Tetra quietly freaks out about all the big-name people in her orbit. Yeah, Uh, We were talking about this a little bit earlier. What?
0: I said the Avengers are assembling. (laughs) They are. And the coolest rival is still to come. Who's the coolest? Moondock and the Wind Tribe. Oh, I mentioned them. You did?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, okay, so I said Gente and the Wind Tribe boys, but like, yeah. You can't just gloss. They, they, they come separately. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say, you can't just gloss them over as the other generals arriving. We haven't seen Moondock in forever. He's all battle-scarred as usual. He's got Tejun on the other side. Like, this is Hawk's. Father figure, essentially.
1: That's true. And two of his brothers that are not asthmatic and dying currently. <laughs> and yeah. also seven years old. <laughs> I'm sure Taeon is waiting back patiently for everybody to return to him. So I
0: thought it was super cool they
1: showed up. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Gente shows up and he's a very cool arrival. And then Moondock shows up and is a really cool arrival. Especially because.
0: Moondock is somebody who can be counted to be on Yona's side like the other ones they're assembling and you know their loyalty is to Suwan and Country first like at the end of the day if Moondock gets there and sees Yona and Hawk like he is going to help Yona and Hawk yeah I'm just excited because I feel like I'm hoping we get some interaction with Hawk and Yona and Moondock and all of them because they haven't in so long so Mm -hmm. like this to me makes that a this scene here makes that a possibility Mm
1: -hmm. yeah my notes on this scene are that i like that it's from tetra's perspective because she's like royalty adjacent uh which makes a fun dynamic of her knowing who they are but like from a really removed point of view and she's not the first one to think this but when when moondock shows up she thinks she says something specific like oh the hero Lord Moondock so it's like really reverent and also he is a hero and she's not the first person to point this out so like I like that at the beginning of the series he's just Hawk's like grandpa who goes a little wacky and is like really yeah. lovable and super loves Hawk Um and is also really doting to yona and would do anything for her and then throughout the series we get it we get it peppered in that he's like a huge deal and he is super cool and everybody's like oh my god the hero moondock but like to us he's just moondock
0: yeah he's just that cranky old man
1: hmm yeah so I, I i like this other perspective of him it's very fun yeah. It's the same I yeah. always like when we get that with Hawk too. Yeah. Where somebody's like, oh my god, the legendary Thunder Beast. So it's just yeah, like, and we're and like it's
0: that nerd who's always like being mean to Yona.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and then you mentioned earlier you said that Gente says that he won't that he won't hold it against Yungi for helping get Lily back. And I think that that uh helps deepen his character and also like it is in character i guess for him because i i feel like even though they don't get along gente is really big on loyalty and so he's like yeah they messed with family you can't do that so it's a nice moment um yeah so then judo reluctantly agrees that everyone present should be good enough but makes suon promise not to fight and then the last little bit of this chapter is Tetra thinking there's no way they'll fail with such heavy hitters going in after Lily. But what happens when they get to Lily and they discover Hawk and Yona and the others? So that's the setup for whatever comes next, which is a good setup. I think these are, I mean, I know this is all pretty much set up, but it's really solid setup. Doesn't feel like, okay, when are we going to get to the action?
0: Yeah, it wasn't so much like, I feel like the setup chapters for like the pirate raid or I think also a little bit when we were about to have that battle and like the fire tribe arc Mm -hmm. that very much just felt like we need to get past these chapters so the action can happen like it was very much like oh they're just the blocks are being put in place and it's not really exciting Mm -hmm. whereas here you get good character shit happening as well Mm -hmm. so it makes it work for me a little better which is why i bet was like my notes were still like kind of short for this section because it is set up but there Mm -hmm. were still a lot of like pivotal moments i was like oh that's cool that's cool i agree okay fmk uh it is a band of not-your-faves. So it'll be interesting to see who has to become your fave for this. Fuck, Mary kill. Captain Romaru, Jiha, and
1: Judo. I want to kill them all. I knew that was coming. I don't care about any of them. That is not allowed, though. Do you want to go first?
0: Okay. I'll kill Romaru... So I do like him, but he, as we've pointed out this ep, he is a little stupid. Yeah. I'll fuck Jiha because he's always the super sexual one. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. It'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. And I'll marry my boy Judo because he's always getting razzed about having no bitches. Mm-hmm. But he's really good at his job and mm-hmm. strong. And I think his scar is kind of dashing. So I wouldn't mind marrying him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I have to kill Judo. I don't like him. Why? (laughs) I really don't like Judo. Um, and then I would talk Jiha for the same reasons. Uh and then I would marry Ramaru because he has a stable job and he is a little dumb, but like he seems nice. Also I don't know if he's dumb. I just kinda get that vibe.
0: (laughs) But dumb is your type, right? like Alex fun fact Alex's dream man is a hockey player because they're kind of stupid uh they make good money and they're gone half of the time oh my god
1: <laughs> that's exactly rammer <laughs> <laughs> holy shit we've-, we've connected the dots we've connected the dots yeah my dream man <laughs> so that's my final answer all right solid And for my trope of the week,
0: retire it, rewire it, or or ain't tired of it, I used Beach App, the beach episode. Hmm. And I'm just going to come right out and say that ain't tired of it. I love a good beach episode. They're always filler, just about. And I have long been a strong proponent of filler And it's nice, especially in anime or manga where the stakes are always really high mm-hmm. to have them get like an episode where they're just like fucking off to the beach
1: yeah i think i would rewire it really because my my only concern is when they get really fanservicey
0: <laughs> and they oh, like, like the, the bathing suits and everything yeah.
1: As long as no attention is brought to, like, oh, my God, look how big that 15-year-old girl's boobs are. <laughs> like, As long as that doesn't happen, I'm all for it because I agree. I really love a filler episode, and there, <laughs> nothing ever happens of value at the beach. So that's always nice. Gotcha. And did you have a trope? I Maybe. Let me see. Uh, let's go with everyone can see it. Which is the trope where everybody knows that two people should Are be in two. love, except yeah. for the people. Okay. And where do you fall? Oh, ain't
0: tired of it. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. I love people just being like those two idiots. But I also love when people, I think because it it, it it speaks to people's messiness that I love that everybody who can
1: see it doesn't necessarily help them out either. Yes. I was going to point out that difference. I was like, it's different than a shipper on deck who I don't like.
0: Because I don't want anybody
1: to bring attention to it. I just, yeah, shippers on deck remind me of like the early aughts and like, (sighs) early days fan fiction where it's like you two should be together why aren't you together I want uh, you together it's like oh my god like relax yeah. um, but if you just have two people being like are they you know a thing like behind their back I'm like yes <laughs> they should be don't they work together it's it's sort of uh, like having a proxy person for you. that's fair and then I
0: also like I said like the messiness of like haha isn't it funny watching these two idiots not figure their shit
1: out also yes I would also be that person. (laughs) Well, if you ever know of somebody
0: who is in love with me that I am also in love with. Mm -hmm. you might have to be the shipper on deck for us and break your own rule because
1: (laughs) I think I would tell you. You're an extenuating circumstance.
0: Yeah, I'm a level of stupid that I think defies even anime logic when it comes to people liking me. So like, we will literally
1: never collide. (laughs) I wouldn't call it stupidity for you. I would call it just like, cautiousness. Yeah. Well okay. Fear also works, but I was being nicer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's call a space. I think space. you're more
1: cautious. I try
0: not to be, but I'm not great at it just yet. That's okay too. Yeah. We'll work on it. Just like our characters will work on their circumstances. <laughs> Uh, so as usual, come find us on social media. We are the Yonapod on Twitter and Gmail. And we are the Yonapodcast on Tumblr. And if you ever want to come holler at our personal Twitters right now, we're mainly yelling about the overturning of Roe versus Wade because America is a fucking trash fire. Alex is instead of writing with an A or without an A, and I am Witchy Evan.
1: Yep. So that'll do us... <laughs> Do us oh my god that'll do it for this week uh please join us next week for i don't actually remember maybe a little bit more setup but i think things start to happen next week so it'll be fun uh see you next week bye